Hello and greetings. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the In Right Standing podcast, a podcast for the unique, peculiar, and chosen who want to live right and at the end of the day be in right standing with themselves and with others. I'm your host, Jada Cofield, and on today's episode, I want to talk to you about being gluten, glutton, and gossip-free. Before we start, I want to say thank you again for your support through letters and comments and those who have privately sponsored an episode. Thank you. If you are liking the content we provide and want to see more content like ours on this platform, please subscribe, like, and comment. It helps make that possible. Now, let's get started. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. John 2.16, 1 John 2.16. Gluten is controversial these days, according to the article in the Medical News Today publication. Most sources claim that it is safe for everyone except those who have celiac disease or gluten sensitivity. A large group of people have started to avoid gluten not because they have been diagnosed with celiac disease or have a gluten sensitivity. In other words, it is more of a trend for many than a diagnosis. Although, being gluten-free is worth giving attention to. What is gluten anyway? Again, according to the Medical News Today article, gluten is a family of proteins found in grains, including wheat, rye, spelt, and barley. When flour mixes with water, the gluten proteins form a sticky network that has a glue-like consistency. The glue-like property makes the dough elastic and gives bread the ability to rise during baking. It also provides a chewy, satisfying texture. Interestingly, the name gluten derives from this glue-like property of wet dough. Many processed foods contain wheat or gluten, such as bread, pasta, cereals, beer, cakes, cookies, and pastries. Gluten, especially wheat, is an ingredient in a surprising number of foods. In a gluten-free diet, people should avoid processed foods, cereals, and grains that contain gluten. Gluten is not all bad and is needed. What is bad are the simple carbohydrates, which are sugars that go along with the protein gluten. They provide a rapid source of energy, but the consumer soon feels hungry again. Examples include white bread, sugars, and candies. So often, this sugar and glue-like substance end up irritating and causing sickness to one's digestive system. Why? Because American food is laced with it. To either make it more enjoyable, extend its shelf life, give it an appealing color or texture, and to make you, my friend, want more and more and more. American food has sugar in just about 
everything. The amount of sugar allowed in American food is forbidden and banned in many other countries amongst other chemicals as well. It is the excessiveness of these genetically created chemicals and not organically created that causes our bodies to malfunction. Sugar and glue? Go and mix sugar, flour, and water in a bowl and try to eat it. Just like that. My point exactly. One can of Coke can be likened to taking up to 16 teaspoons of sugar by mouth. Now add that with a hot apple pie and french fries and grandma's cookies and a hamburger. And that was just lunch. Symptoms of gluten sensitivity are as followed. Bloating, diarrhea, constipation, and smelly bowel movements, abdominal pain, headaches, feeling tired, skin problems, depression, unexplained weight loss or gain, iron deficiency, anemia, anxiety, autoimmune disorders coupled with thyroid issues, joint and muscle pain, leg or arm numbness, and brain fog. Now, let's all be honest, we all have probably experienced one or more of these effects throughout our day and did not know why. The amount of gluten we consume is too much for our bodies. During a pandemic, you are going to need to get your diet under control. I cannot sit here and tell you, oh, it's going to be all right and we're going to get through this and you or we have not done our part. Part of the celebration of the Passover, the deliverance of the Hebrews, is they were required to eat a particular diet, only unleavened bread, no gluten. Are you hearing me? We are out of order, not the virus. The virus is going to do what a virus is going to do. If you're going to say we are fighting the virus and being threatened by the virus, please understand. If one is threatened or under siege, and those of you who understand spiritual warfare know any time a threat is posed, we immediately fortify our walls. Are we together? Gird your loins, God's people. Eat well. Keep your immune system up from attack. So for those of you who want a word from the Lord, I just gave you one. Fix your diet now. Which brings me to gluttony. Glutton originates from an old French word meaning to gulp down. In German, derived from how an animal eats. A pig, a hefty eater, a stuffer. Gluttony is a habitual greed and lifestyle or excess in eating. In the Hebrew, it means to be loose morally, worthless, lavish, or to devour. Some people are just greedy. Your need to eat and satisfy your belly is constant. Everyone around you knows how much you like to eat and what you like to eat and that eating must be good. Or everyone knows how you like money and that's the best thing to make you happy temporarily. You say like, but it's really a love. 
your lifestyle is gluttonous. These mukbang videos are not of the Lord, and I'm not afraid to tell you, you are glorifying gluttony and lust. A gluttonous lifestyle is overindulgence, excessiveness, and full of lavish greed, and you label it as being blessed, prosperous, and successful. But the truth is, it is your person being driven by lust, which results in a gluttonous behavior. Gluttonous people are out of control, inwardly and outwardly. They do not know how to tell themselves, no, wait, next time, or even stop. Their internal conversation is, yes, now, no time to wait and go. Their flesh is not under control and often spills out and over in their leadership style, conversations, relationships, and lifestyle, and preaching. You've heard this story before, but a few years back, I was skiing with a group of friends, and as I was at the top of the ski lift, and I saw one of the young ladies in our group coming down the slope on a snowboard, I was so impressed. And about an hour later, we both ended up at the bottom of the slope together. And we were getting on the ski lift to go back to the top of the mountain. While on the lift, I was commending her on how well she was doing because she had just told me and I just learned that she had learned that day how to be on a snowboard. Now I was really impressed. Then she said this to me. She said, yeah. She said, everybody taught me how to go. She said, but what nobody told me and I can't figure out is how to stop. See, we tell you to go get yours, do you boo, go for it. You make it happen, run after it. God wants to give you more, more, more. Don't quit, never give up, baby. It's a lopsided gospel. Go, go, go. That's no boundaries, no covenants, no precepts to follow, no consequences, no stopping I've got to say something that some of you probably won't like, but I'm a professional quitter. Yes, because I've quit a bad job. I've quit a bad relationship and I've quit bad habits. And then we wonder why people fall so easily and quickly and often because we do not teach you or even mention how to stop, when to stop and how to know the signs of a full hard stop. Are we together? Gluttony is never satisfied. Gluttony is exceedingly difficult to hide. It cannot hide because it is always hungry and looking for its next satisfaction, greed, excess. No moderation is mentioned in the beloved verses, the boastful podcast. Now, see, you don't have 10 pairs of shoes. You have 110 you do not have two or three colognes of perfumes that you can only wear at once. No, you have 22 to 23. And oh, how you love sneakers and trainers. And some of you have a very bold persona to broadcast and minister from your closet. Not only are you greedy, it is a form of hoarding. How many hair products do you really need? You're afraid to let go. You think at some point, you're going to need it and you buy, take, want, and have to have all the time. It gives you comfort to have. Comfort and security are not the same. Too much of the wrong food, too much TV, too much scrolling, too much talk 
talking. Too much vanity. The problem with gluttony, it, it never stops. It keeps going like a pig. Hence why the legions asked to be cast into the swine. Pigs like excess and legions are the hoarding of spirits. The Bible says it was over 2,000 swine that the legions was sent into. In other words, if you have a gluttonous spirit, you most likely have other spirits as well. Glutton is expansive and bigger than you think. Gluttony will take you over the edge just like the swine and will be the ruin of your very soul. When I was around 12, I had an awfully bad problem with gluttony. I would go to a buffet or holiday event and just fall in love with the spread. It was amazing to me. And the fact I had so much to choose from made it worse. Are you hearing me? My eyes were so much bigger than my stomach. Lust. I would eat and go back and forth and back and forth and try to sneak so my mother and father did not see me. And like clockwork, within an hour, I would regurgitate everything I had just eaten. Not because I had bulimia. I was literally sick to my stomach due to gluttonous excess. Every Thanksgiving and every Christmas and in between. I knew as a young girl this was not good. And I even knew the name of it was gluttony. It was as if I could not stop or tell myself no. Food was fun, a sport. Food was an activity. Food was becoming my lover. I had no other reason to eat as such. We had food. I just felt pushed or driven by lust within to do so. What about those of you who have developed gluttony from your childhood based off of lack or poverty? You vowed to yourself never to go back to those feelings of lack or poverty. Now you surround or hoard around yourself things of, or people that take away the pain. Well, at least you think it does. I'm looking at you. And I see the little girl who had one dress to wear and the little boy who only got a quarter and an orange for Christmas or maybe nothing. Poverty is a frontal lobe brain dysfunction that is caused by the lack of exposure. What you are doing is what you think success and wealth is because when you were young, you did not see it. And when you did, it was a celebrity or a pimp or someone who was just as lustful and full of gluttony. So you saw what they did and said, that is what wealth and success looks like to me. It's excess. It's more. It's the best and most flashy. So guess what? And I hate to tell you this, but you still actually have a poverty mentality. It's just all grown up. Your whole presentation is lavish. Gluttony and vanity go hand in hand. The little girl is screaming, I'll never not have the best dress ever again. And the little boy is saying, I will never have to walk or not eat the best again. I will always look the part no matter what. I will game the whole world and do not mind losing my soul. You feel you should have what you want, not what you need. And you raised your children to be entitled, 
to do the same. Which brings me to gossip, to slander by giving false report, lying, or to tell a tale. Your mouth is out of control, hence why gossip can be likened to a gluttonous appetite. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. Proverbs 18.8 One of the many things I remember about my mother and grandmother, I never heard or saw them gossip. One day the phone rang and it was a colleague of my mother's. They began to have what I would consider an intense conversation about another colleague. I was totally shocked because I never saw my mother do this or engage in this type of conversation, and nor did my father allow it. He does not allow my mother and I to argue, and if even now he even thinks we may be gossiping, we are told to stop immediately. What happened is that colleague came to work angry, and she took it out on all the other colleagues. And at work, my mother told the lady she was wrong for the way she was treating people and she was not going to tolerate her behavior. Well, that colleague called another colleague after work and told her the opposite of what happened. Fortunately, the woman was close to my mother at the time that the other colleague called and said, me get everybody on the phone and let us work this out. I know Gail. She's not like that. Well, they all spoke and come to find out the lady had had an argument with her husband prior to work and she was taking it out on everyone. She apologized to my mother and they have been great associates ever since. I learned so much from that day that situation could have turned into a very public slander and gossiping on both women's part if the person who heard the lie or story did not say, let us go and fix this. And she ended up becoming a repairer of the breach. It was fixed by mature women. See, when you gossip, you never fix anything. You just make a mess or become messy. You spread the lie instead of finding a way to reconcile the matter or people involved. One thing about me, people do not gossip with me. They can tell I don't roll like that. And even with my friends, we do not do it. We know when the Holy Spirit has exited a conversation or it's gone too far and we stop. Our mouths are not out of control. I'm not participating in your slander and I will either stop you, correct you, and tell you that is a lie. I am not afraid. I do not want to be held accountable. That is like someone coming to me and saying, Jada, they were talking about you. And this is what I'm going to say to you. One, who is they? And two, what were you doing when they said what they said about me? See, you cannot trust people who always have something to say about other people, their ministry, their lifestyle, how much money they make, where they live, or who has been with who. 
A gossip betrays a confidence, so avoid anyone who talks too much. To be honest with you, gossip actually scares me. I actually get really nervous and I even start to shake within because I just do not want conversations to go too far. I'm like Paul in 2 Corinthians 12. I'm afraid of gossip. I have a strong gift and intuitiveness for truth. I just know when something is not right and I will stop you and say that is not right, not nice, or do not believe you. I don't care who you are. I've said it to presidents, ambassadors, bishops, and the likes. I am not scared. God does not like lies or liars that I know. And I am not going down or be thrown into the lake of fire with you because I chose to take in the gossip like good old tea and a tasty morsel. Are we together? Teachers and leaders need to take heed to not gossip. James 1 and 26, those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues, deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Don't be deceived either. Do not think if you hear things and you don't repeat them, but you gladly welcome the information that you are not responsible for what you allow to enter into your ear gate. Remember, gossip and gluttony is a tasty morsel that goes down to the most inner parts. There are behaviors and actions that must be called out and made public. Whistleblowers are needed and necessary, and so are prophets. However, they are calling out the truth and bad behavior. The truth is necessary, but never a lie. Some people have loved gossip so much, gossiped so much, and taken it in so much that the very lie you spread and are and or allowed yourself to hear is troubling your own atmosphere and you. The gluten, the glutton, and the gossip free. I end as I begin. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the In Right Standing podcast. And remember, at the end of the day, I want you, my brother and sister, to be in right standing with yourself, with others and most importantly with Christ. Until next time, the Lord be with you and I love you. Bye.